Welcome to another Mission Self-Improvement podcast. My name is Jacob O'Brien, co-founder of Mission Self-Improvement. And here at Mission Self-Improvement, our passion is improving and changing lives through personal growth. Our goal is to enable every individual we come in contact with to discover happiness and success both within themselves and throughout their endeavors. We are continuously developing an abundance of content on various platforms to help you achieve your dreams while becoming the best version of yourself. And in today's topic, so I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. So if you have taken some time to look at our house of happiness, one of the components in there is financial. And I've always struggled with this a little bit because I've had many experiences in my life that have taught me that money doesn't make you happy, but the absence of money brings a lot of frustration Um, a lot of anxiety, depression, other things like that. Not saying that you can't be happy with or without money. Um, I I understand that money makes things easier. So being financially fit, I get it. Uh, And I've been blessed. I've I've always been in a position that where I've been well off financially. Um, But I struggle talking about it because I don't want people to think that money is is the key to your happiness because it's not. But today I want to talk about uh, something inside the financial health pillar um, that'll help hopefully improve your financial IQ. So if you're very familiar uh, with money, finances, assets, liabilities, things like that, maybe you've heard people talk about rich dad poor dad on how it changed their mindset on how rich people and poor people spend their money well we've kind of piggybacked off this and we created a new model uh to help people understand assets and and liabilities in a little different light um that model is actually on our website it's actually in our blog um i think it's titled assets versus liabilities or maybe it's the three components of a performing asset. So, but I want to talk about what an asset is, um, how to pick and spend money on good assets, uh, hopefully give some clarification on what that looks like. Cause a lot of the time these people say, go buy assets, don't buy liabilities. And it's like, okay, what are you talking about? Do I go buy gold? Do I go buy a TV? Do I go buy a house? I get that. Everyone's like, Oh, buy real estate, buy real estate. But I just don't think that it's it's very helpful for us to understand and to know exactly how to move forward. So hopefully in this podcast, we can help clarify a little of that for you. So let's start with uh, defining an asset real quick. So to me, an asset is r- almost pretty much anything of worth. So your computer is an asset. A TV is an asset. Your car is an asset. Your house is an asset. Uh, gold is an asset if you buy stocks. Uh, every almost everything is a uh, is, is an asset. What's not an asset is, let's say you go out to dinner and you spend a hundred dollars on food. You consume the food and you walk away. Nothing. There's nothing of value there. It's gone, right? Um, but I want to define the best performing assets. So, to be the best performing asset, it needs to have three components. Okay, and pretty much the way that this works is the best assets have all three, pretty good assets have two, 
not as good as assets have one and then and then we can work back from there so the three components are the first thing the asset must appreciate over time the second thing is it must not have any debt or liability attached to it and the third thing is it must be passive income. So again, these are the three things for the best performing asset. So some assets aren't going to have all of them. Some ass- uh, some uh, some assets aren't going to have any of them. And I'll explain that as I go. So um, so to help educate everybody, let's talk about a couple examples real quick. So let's talk about, for example, a 401k. So people like uh, th- th- there's there's a lot of controversy in this on if this is a, if this is a good investment. Uh, most people say that it is, but there's a lot of people that go against the grain that say that it's not. So let's let's put it to the test on if it has the three components of the highest performing asset. So again, 401k does it appreciate over time? The answer is yes. Is it debt free? Again. The, the answer is yet you're not going in getting a loan and putting that loan into your 401k, right? You are putting it in and sometimes you'll have a company match it. So it's, it's free and clear cash in that account. Does it have passive income? Yes, the money is working for itself. You are not physically doing anything to generate that income. You're not trading time for money. So according to the three components of a high-performing asset, a 401k is a good investment. You follow me? So it's a high-level asset. So let's talk about a house. What if you buy a primary residence and get a mortgage loan to get it? Now, if you again, if you, if you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or you hear these people talk about assets versus liability, they say your primary residence is not an asset because it doesn't pay you. It... it, it takes from you and I get that but bear with me here so as far as a house is concerned does it appreciate over time yes it does is it debt free or liability free no you got a mortgage loan to pay for it does it have passive income no so your primary residence has one of the three components so not a not the greatest asset but it's definitely not the worst asset um, and again, I, I usually hear when people are talking about assets versus liabilities, they're saying that this is definitely a liability and there's no value in it, but that's not true. It does appreciate over time. <laughs> and there's some pros as far as you paying down your mortgage and other things like that. So um, let's talk about buying a business. Now, a lot of people don't talk about this, like buying an existing business. Now, there's a lot of ways you can do this. You can do this paying with cash or you can go through an SBA loan process So let's use the example of, let's say you buy a business with an SBA loan. So does the business appreciate over time? Yes. And I get there's the hypothetical situations in all of these where maybe no, the business tanks over time, or maybe the housing market crashes. I get it. But if you you stay with it for a long period of time, it's going to appreciate. Is the business debt-free? No. You got an SBA loan on it. Does it have passive income? No. The income is active income. So buying an existing business with an SBA loan is similar to buying a primary residence as in that it has one of the three components. Now, let me talk about a business real quick. So uh, when you buy into real estate, real estate investments are usually longer term. 
you know, usually it's because they appreciate over time. Once the mortgage is paid off in 30 years from now, it'll it'll keep appreciating and it'll generate and it'll generate that rental income. When talking about a business, a business generally doesn't pay you a ton necessarily over time. It pays you more now and it pays you more in a short term and it can pay you in the long term. So one of the one of the pros to buying a business is it can generate more income quicker and it, and it generally generates more income than uh, real estate right out the gate, if that makes sense. So um, let's see here. Let's do, let's do another example about what about, uh, what about buying a rental property on a loan? So now it's not your primary residence. It's a rental property. So does it appreciate over time? Yes, it does. It's a rental property. Uh, is it debt free? The answer is no. Does it have passive income? The answer is yes. So buying a rental property with a loan has two of the three components, so it's a pretty good asset. But there is still some liability, so there is still some risk. For example, during this crazy uh, coronavirus time, who knows if the housing market could completely crash. So if somebody were to buy a rental property, let's say two months ago, uh, right before this pandemic, before the pandemic came, let's say this destroys the housing market, they still have the loan and the liability. So they have that risk that uh, maybe they're not going to be able to get enough rent to be able to pay, pay their mortgage or pay their loan off, if that makes sense. So that's why it's two out of three. So it's, it's good, but not the best. So, uh, and then let's talk about a car real quick. So first off, a car is an asset. It has worth. Uh, if you pay cash for a car, I get that it depreciates over time, but it's still an asset. You could still sell it. You could still get uh, get money back from that asset. So let's use a couple examples. Let's say, let's say uh, you you buy a car with cash. Um, if you buy a car with cash, let's talk about it. is it uh, so? Actually, let's use if you buy a car with a loan. So. Does the car appreciate over time? No, it depreciates over time. Uh, is it debt-free? You bought it with a loan, so no. And then does it have passive income? The answer is no, so it's a no, no, no. And then uh, that's why people say this is the worst thing to buy because it has zero out of the three components of a performing asset. Um, if you paid cash for the car, would it appreciate over time? The answer is still no. Is it debt-free and liability-free? The answer is yes, which is one of the three. Does it have passive income? It's the answer is no. So you can see that if you pay cash for it, it's better because it has one of the three components. I hope that that, that just made sense. So anyway, the, the goal is, is as you're going out there and you're looking at it, whether you're talking about, uh, you know, the stock market and, and getting stocks or um, starting a business or buying real estate or uh, buying a car or buying a TV or going on a vacation. So let me tell you what the worst thing that you can do is, is buying a non-asset with debt and liability. So for example, let's say you pay for a vacation, which is an experience, right? It's a great thing. But let's say you pay for that vacation on a credit card with interest. So there's no asset, there's no appreciation or depreciation, but you have a debt and a liability attached to it and there's no value attached to it. That is like the worst thing that you can do. That's way worse than if you can uh, uh, get a loan for a car. So 
Um, anyway, so as you're deciding what assets and investments to make, just, just think about those three components and decide what's going to be the best asset for you. It's going to improve your overall investing decisions, which is what we want from you. And then if you ever have any questions or comments, just go on our website and leave a comment. We're happy to answer them. Um, we just want you to become smarter, uh, more financially educated uh, as you're making decisions going forward. So um, so that's it for the day on that. So thank you again for uh, being with us today and listening to another Mission Self-Improvement podcast. We really hope you find inspiration uh, that as you listen to our podcast, you'll make the necessary changes in your life and uh, you can become the best version of yourself. So as always, stay safe and have a great day.